Hey everyone, this is Jesse, George, and Robert, and this is BitBytes, an analytical discussion about gaming. Thanks for joining us. So we're back. This is episode six. We're doing a thing similar to episode three where we're just talking about games we've been playing. So this is the November version of that, and we all have things to share. Yeah. Game update. I was a sucker and paid $40 for basically Tetris. <laughs> what? Um, I ended up not regretting that decision. For those of you who have gotten Tetris Effect on the PS4, I recommend it if you're looking for a game that you don't really have to think much. <laughs> um, it's it's Tetris, guys. But what Are you saying Tetris is easy? Because I beg to differ. Depending on what mode you're on. But I think... The awesome thing about this game, Tetris Effect, is normal Tetris, I get stressed very quickly playing that game between the music and the increased speeds. And, you know, once you start stacking incorrectly, it just, it's just, it all you falls see apart it coming. from there. Yeah, you, you make see, too many mistakes in a row and it's over. More and more stressed as you go on. Yeah. Um, and it just, it, it makes winning harder. With Tetris Effect, they design these levels, the visuals, the music, the haptic feedback in your controller in a way that very much gets you into this very zen-like zone. Everything is so well-designed and very relaxing. So once you sort of get into the zone and you're getting a good rhythm going, I found it a lot easier to get past those harder levels because I wasn't stressing out when I started like missing certain lines and they started stacking hi this is george hey george so this is basically a yoga version of tetris this is what it sounds like yeah they have this like really beautiful star tree of levels that you go Mm -hmm. through and when you complete a level like you get the amount of rows required to win that level it won't like stick you out of it it keeps going into the next level like very smoothly just flows into the next song the next visual set so maybe with one level I'm in like the desert and you see camels in the night sky and it's beautiful and the music fits that so then all of a sudden you're in the ocean and there's dolphins swimming by and you're playing Tetris the whole time and it's awesome I recommend playing this game with a good set of headphones biggest TV you can you can play this on the PlayStation VR if I had it I would be playing it on that I can't imagine what that's like oh but I'm sure it's awesome and Turn the lights off, and it's a really fun time. So it's Tetris. How different can Tetris be? I mean, you're talking about the music's different. You're talking about the backgrounds are different. But, I mean, in terms of mechanics, like Tetris is Tetris. Yeah. So how is this any different in terms of just, like, mechanics of the game? I believe I'm not too knowledgeable about the specifics of gameplay mechanics, but I think they added some extra, like, if you get a certain number of lines cleared like you enter this sort of zone they call it and like it naturally helps lead you to the right spot like i really think it's less yes there are challenging modes but there's modes specifically made for you to just have a really zen time (laughs) so it's sometimes if i'm like stressed and i need to relax but i want to have my mind engaged in something then 
I'll go play this game. It's like your digital stress ball. It is. It is satisfying, like when you're doing really well and it's like that fits right there perfectly <clears> and it goes right into my thing and then it's like, oh, I got a Tetris. Oh, I got another yeah. Tetris. I planned that. Yeah, it's great. And then after the fact, I looked up the game. I was like, oh, why is it called Tetris Effect? And apparently Tetris Effect is actually a phenomenon that that's why it was named this. After the original Tetris came out, I'm going to read this verbatim from the wiki. The Tetris effect occurs when people devote so much time and attention to an activity that becomes, begins to pattern their thoughts, mental images, and dreams. It takes its name for the video game Tetris, obviously. So it, it, that itself is even sort of describing getting into this mindset, this zone, this way of thinking. And I've read that some psychologists believe that it's a good way to help people with trauma or like PTSD that like after something traumatic or people that they've been injured or in the hospital, they recommend that you play Tetris because it's almost like it helps disassociate from those memories and it helps those memories not stick as well as they would. That's just from the brief couple of articles I've read on this, but <laughs> I thought that was an interesting theory. I can hear it like the war vet grandpa. He's like, in back in my day, it's like, shh, shh, shh. just solve the puzzle. <laughs> Focus the puzzle. on the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, George again. Uh, so I'm a beginner mm -hmm. and I am someone who experiences PTSD while playing games. Oh, yeah. Because I suck at games. Uh -huh. uh, how would this help me? Would this help me at all? Have you played the original Tetris? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think. This is definitely one of those games that you don't have to be a gamer to play. Like, mm -hmm. it's literally the falling blocks, and then you have one button for rotating it, and then your joystick for moving it side to side. Mm -hmm. So I think this would be a great game for someone that gets stressed from gaming or, like, confusion from not knowing how to game because, like, there's nothing to this, right? It's really more enjoying the that state you get into. Mm. And like, I'm on currently the last level of the normal and it's one of those you have to clear 90 lines and it gets faster and, you know, yeah, I get like really stressed if I'm in the 80s and I still haven't beaten it yet. But like, I'm never, I've never rage quit, you know? Like oh, yeah. I'll have a certain amount of attempts and, you know, like, oh, I'm sort of frustrated I didn't get it, but I don't feel that rage sometimes with other games that makes me just want to, step away from it completely like i'd go back and i'd try it every night see if i can get it this night you know okay so i, th I think you'd like it okay yeah i'll try to give it a try yeah <laughs> it is brilliant i mean just thinking about tetris generally you're saying it has this easy on-ramp so you can already with the original tetris it's a game for people who aren't gamers it's like where do i start it's like we'll just play tetris it's super easy i could explain it to you in 30 seconds and then to take that and to make it even more accessible and to have what I guess are different modes for different people's level of comfortability and skill. That's really cool. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. So if you can get over that $40 price tag for essentially Tetris. But I'm glad I'm glad my money went to this. I love musical rhythm games. So yeah, happy to contribute to that. <laughs> so my other game I've been playing <laughs> is Civilization VI <clears throat> for the Switch. Now I bought this like a year ago for my Mac on Steam. And originally I bought it because I play with a friend of mine that's out in California. We've played like almost every Civilization game in the past 
six years together and she's a PC gamer. But we've always been able to play these civilization games together, but they apparently they, they're not Mac and PC compatible for six. So I sort of Ooh. bought it, played it once, and then never played it again. So I was very happy to find that it got released for the Switch because I work on my computer eight hours a day for a living and I do not want to play games on my computer. I want to play it on my couch. Or even better, when traveling, I've been on a plane four times in the past two weeks and having this game um, <laughs> having this game was awesome because it's such a good game. It's turn-based, so to just be able to start and stop uh, is a perfect travel game, and I think the Switch is a great platform for it. Um, I recommend anyone who likes world-building games to pick this one up. Probably my only downside so far is the controls are a bit, you know, on a computer you're used to pointing and clicking for your commands, but here it's like you have to rethink your commands with with your controls. Like I, I literally spent 10 minutes Googling how to do one command and it was like a no duh thing, but because I'm so hardwired for this game with my mouse and not a controller, I was sort of thrown. But yeah, I think that was more user error on my part. <laughs> so Never blame yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I'll take that. Yeah. yeah, I like that advice. Yeah. yeah, I recommend it. So for this kind of game, it would be so nice if they just integrated touchscreen. So you mm. could, I mean, that would basically be a way for them to just do a direct port. And then if you come from PC world, it's like, well, you tap where you would have clicked. I think thing. if it was, for example, I have an iPad Pro, so like the bigger one. If it was on that size screen, it'd work. But the Switch screen, I think is a bit small mm, like yeah. they have a lot of user commands on the screen like a lot um, that they're like trying to pack away and hide um, sometimes I have to dig to find certain things so I don't know if touchscreen would work as well yeah that makes sense on the switch but yeah. cool yeah so what do you got Robert um, I just finished Mega Man 11 which is awesome I loved it I totally recommend it. A little bit of background on this one. It was developed by 40 people total, which these days is fairly small crew, even for this game, which is like, I think I finished it in around 30 hours. So it's not a huge time sink. And I was going for like, I want to beat this. It wasn't like, I'm going to smell the roses along the way. That's pretty decent for a side scroller. Yeah, definitely. 30, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't deviate too far from the original formula in terms of like, you know, this is a 2D platformer. It's all the Mega Man stuff. Like you can only shoot sideways. Your jumping sucks. All the enemies are difficult. The level designs are made purposely to trip you up. So it's challenging, but it does have some things that are different about it that I really enjoyed too. So they have this new mechanic called the double gear system. And it essentially is two things that you can trigger with the bumpers. And one of them is a slow motion thing and they're both limited so you can only do them for a certain amount of time and then they'll overheat and you get penalized and you can't use them again for a while it has like an extra slow cooldown so one is slow motion and the other is a power boost so i think it's really cool because it makes for some really interesting dynamics in the game like it just kind of naturally fits but it also works as a way to kind of bring the challenge down for people who 
you know, this part is really hard and it, it's kind of a little bit of a crutch or it can be, especially because some of the enemy movements are really quick. And, you know, it's almost like opting out of, I don't want to memorize every single tell and know every move set going into every single fight. It's like you can go into slow motion or if you're about to die, you can just overpower yourself and uh, take them out that way. Is the um, slow motion to help with aiming, I'm assuming? The way that I've been using it, I think it could be, but mm -hmm. the way that I've been using it more than anything else is a dodging. So things are coming at you really fast is almost the name of the game. And like throughout levels and especially with bosses, it's like they do a really quick tell and then it's like immediately you're getting overwhelmed with things all over the screen mm -hmm. at once. So going into slow motion, it helps you kind of make sense of what's going on. And in a way it's like a learning tool as well. Cause when you see things happen in slow motion, you can absorb all the information. And so when it happens next time, you're like, oh yeah, I know what's happening. Instead of dying over and over and over again, which I guess you'll do anyways, cause it's pretty hard. I find that really interesting because off the top of my head in one of probably in the past five action games I've played, like three of them have slow motion built in like Horizon Zero Dawn, when you're aiming with your bow and arrow, you can go into that mode. Breath of the Wild, when you dodge and you do a correct dodge, it goes into slow motion. Oh, Spider-Man, when you dodge. Mm. Or you can slow down time to get a sense of your surroundings. And I find that's been very common in a lot of new games, new 3D games. So I think it's interesting they sort of took that mechanic and they're like, we can apply it to the older games, yeah. Yeah, it does function in a similar way, and I think it totally works. Yeah. So, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's a Mega Man game, so there's not really much to say about the story. It's. It doesn't have an in depth narrative? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The characters aren't like extremely deep and three dimensional. <laughs> no. Well, actually, they are three dimensional. So, the last Mega Man game was Mega Man 10, as you might have guessed, based on the numbering system. I mean, if this was Kingdom Hearts, there's no telling, but... True. Yeah. They don't always make sense. Yeah. Or wait, what is it? Xenoblade 2, but not really? X. Yeah. It's like there's three games, but it's the second one. Wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so they did a, a new look with this one. So Mega Man 10 was uh, still the classic original Nintendo... Uh, they just revamped that and used it for 10 is basically playing on nostalgia, even though they had between all of that, all these spinoffs and then like the X series and everything they had done, um, some different looks, uh, in between all of that stuff, they went back to basics with 10. And so 11, it was, uh, it's been eight years since 10 has come out. So with 11, they're like, okay, cool. We're going to redo everything all over again. I think it turned out really well. I think it looks awesome. It's a, all the character models are 3D. They're fully 3D models. And they do some of like the pseudo 3D effects with the environment. So it has like fairly complex parallaxing. So like you'll start with a level and you can see the end destination right at the beginning of the screen. Hmm. So wherever you start and you're getting closer and closer and it's growing in size as you like go through oh, these awesome. different areas of the level, you'll like, You'll be outside and you see like this huge pyramid in the back that the the boss is housed in and then you'll go through some kind of like a labyrinth indoor thing and then when you come outside again the pyramid is much bigger it's much closer and it's like getting closer and closer to you you're saying it's like in the distance behind you yeah oh that's really cool which is and a so side cool. scroller yeah. yeah oh that's cool and they do that throughout which is i don't know that it would have been as possible with earlier technology so 
don't know. They did. They mixed it up in a, a couple different ways, and I think it totally paid off. Yeah. I think you see a lot of game designers now playing around with style and rethinking that convention. Reminds me of Octopath Traveler, that look. Yes. Um, not 3D models, but, I mean, yes, it's a mixture, but playing with that parallax look is really cool. Yeah. So final word on this, it's actually just a $30 game. Um, I honestly would have paid 60 for it. Wait, a Switch game that's only 30 I know. What? I know. And it's not on sale. That's the full retail. So yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. It Fair warning, it, it is challenging. George and I were playing it, like handing the controller off yes, back we and forth. It together. Yeah, you remember yeah. when we did that, George? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I remember do. how hard it was? And I rage quit. You did, I did. multiple I times. I threw that down. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's pretty challenging. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool. So, George. Yes. I'd love to hear about the game that you've been playing. So, actually, I am the devil that sits on George's shoulder that night. <laughs> but <laughs> I am George. Um, last game, I like. I feel like such an old person because you guys are like, oh, I spent forty dollars on a game. Oh, I spent thirty dollars on a game. The last game I bought was seventy something dollars, and that was so long ago. <laughs> Wait, was this like a special edition? No, because backstory, the last, I have a console, PS3. You can ask me how many games I have on it, and I will tell you zero because I have nothing. <laughs> but the last game like I thoroughly enjoyed was on the N64. You know, back then, I'm dating myself, but back then, games were like 70-something dollars. I was too young to be buying games. Oh, don't do this. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> I don't, is that like, is that true? Were they $70? Yeah, yeah. Killer Instinct Gold was seven, I remember it was $72. And I remember handing it to, I was like pointing at it. It was in the case mm -hmm. at Walmart. And my grandparents were like, I don't know what you're gonna do with that yeah. seventy something dollars. You can either choose a game console or you can get the game. Did <laughs> I not know how games work? No. <laughs> one or the other. Because their Make thing your decision. was one of the kids. Someone's gonna get an N64. I'm not sure if it's gonna be you, but they did end up getting that for me, mm -hmm. as well as Yoshi's Story. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so I only had two games because I didn't have a job. So that was a lot of money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I lied. Last game I did play was Mario Kart on the Switch. Oh. I, yeah. Well, I was trying to do some type of Christmas shopping, and I was like, oh, let me see if I can still play this game. Beautiful game. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's been a while, and I was stuck on the, on the ramp quite a bit, <laughs> and I kept hitting things, and... I did rage quit that game. <laughs> I rage quit every Super Mario game. I like I can't play Super yeah. Mario. <laughs> I'm curious if you feel the same way I do about newer Mario Kart games. I played the GameCube Mario Kart Double Dash all the time with my family when I was younger. That's my standard. Then I didn't play a Mario Kart game for a long time until like the Wii U version. Oh god. A few years ago. So there was like a giant time skip. I'm sure there was a few games in between there. Yeah. I could not play that game at all. I, <clears throat> I failed horribly at it. 
because the graphics were so overwhelming to me. Like there was so much detail and like shininess to yeah. it. It was so distracting. And I think that was like, I'm sure if I stuck with it and I practiced, I could get better. But it was like almost the amount of detail and polish on these newer Mario Kart games are really distracting to me. Yes. And I have a hard time with them. So I don't uh, maybe that was part of it or is that just me? Am I well, crazy? No, you're not crazy. <laughs> I'm just stupid because I can't. Because <laughs> I was focused on who was in front of me, mm. which was uh, Bowser. And I don't, I'm like, I got to beat this guy because yeah. he's going to, my biggest fear is him throwing a shell at me. Yeah. Like that's everyone's fear when you're playing oh, that. That blue you, shell, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he'll, he'll just throw shit and I'm like, I don't want to play this game anymore mm-hmm. because of this person or because yeah. of this thing. And I was, I fell off the little, like I had to be saved multiple times. And then I raged quit in the middle of the store. As I was getting off, a little girl walked up and she beat the fucking game. And I just knew right then and there, like, no, yeah. <laughs> this is not. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't play games. I blame Bowser. I blame, I blame everybody for why I can't <laughs> play games. Only game I could seriously play is Killer Instinct Gold, as I tell everybody. People can come fight me. I'm a reigning champion. It's fine. Yeah. But I also got my ass whooped a lot in that game. So That's how you get good, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then you also buy a manual to show you wow, what to press. Wow, that is old school. And then you realize all it takes is two buttons to do an ultimate combo, and you win the game. Mm-hmm. Never tell people what you can do. Just do it. And that's how you win. No one reads the the manuals, but you read the manual. Exactly. You keep those cards close to the chest. Uh, How are you doing that? Oh, well. No, you're because you you suck. You know, (laughs) because you suck. That's the only time I can actually be like, yeah, you suck. I want to hear you. I want to stick you in Fortnite. Please And I want to hear you react. Oh, my gosh. Yes. People listen. What is this? That, no, I just want to hear you react. I mean, you know how I am in the office. It's yes. worse. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> way worse. It, even with, Not even in the office, but us just standing outside, me playing a game, that's me talking to myself. I am a terrible person when I play games. It's There's no, I don't make, I don't, coherent sentences, not there. It's just a bunch of fuck, shit, fuck, and a lot of grunting. Like I'm being stabbed. I'm Batman when I'm playing the game. It's like <clears throat> <laughs> the whole time. So yeah, I, can't. I would pay to see that too. I, would, I, I will give you alcohol. I'll provide you alcohol. Do you don't even need alcohol. Stream going. You don't like, even need alcohol. Cash. I like it's me and my frustration. No alcohol needed. It's just me angry. Yes. <laughs> do you realize there is money to be made? This is an opportunity waiting for you. I mean, I will do it. See? I would watch that stream all day. And then I'll get upset and be like, God damn But when, when I say God damn then it's time for me to stop because then I'm about to punch myself. <laughs> so. But see, that's the beauty of multiplayer games. When you're playing by yourself, you can only blame yourself. When you're playing like at the store in mm-hmm. a race, you can blame it's the computer. But multiplayer, it's not, it's not your fault. It's, it's their fault. Well, <laughs> it's always my fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you have that self-awareness. I mean, because I told you, I told you, Robert, about the golden eye story, right? You did. About how... It's traumatizing. It is. Did I tell you about the... Yeah, we got to hear it. So, yeah. back in the day, 
when GoldenEye came out on N64. A popular one, yes. Yeah. It wasn't popular for me. Mm. But it was like, there was four of us playing, I think. Well, probably three. I didn't know where I was on the screen. So everyone's like checking their guns. And I'm like, yes, I got a rocket launcher. I shot the rocket launcher because I thought, oh, somebody's in front of me. But I was looking at the wrong screen. This is what I tell everyone. I was actually looking in a mirror and I shot myself. (laughs) And, And they took the controller away from me. And my youngest cousin ended up playing in my place. That's, that always happens. The younger cousin gets her. Oh yeah, she, you. I mean she understood. Yeah, you know, like, she understood the game. I'm just you know. She's like, why are you killing yourself? Give me that. There was no quite like no one said anything. It was just me going, <gasps> and everyone just paused. And then I keep in mind this is my console. This is my console. It's my cousin's Little girl. game. And they just <laughs> they just gently took the controller away from me. Oh my god. And they were like, All right, I don't know what I you were doing this. before this, but please <laughs> go do that. <laughs> See, if you're with a good group of friends that you're gaming with, that's entertaining. You leave that person in. Like, oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yourself up in a mirror? Psh, yeah, I wanna see more of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, played... you yeah, you are player too. That is your screen. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Uh, for sure. I played Halo once. And my friends kept putting me out of my misery because <laughs> I was just, I was on their team. They kept, I kept fucking everything up. And they was just like, you know what? Somebody find her and kill her because she's just not <laughs> doing what she's supposed to do. So that's, I'm that friend. I'm the one that you won't let play because <laughs> it can get really bad for everybody. That sounds so fun. <laughs> I want to play Mario Kart with you now. Uh, so, so you can, like, you'll win all the games. Yeah. I'll be me. Bowser just to spite you. Uh, uh, <laughs> that really hurt me, Robert. See, That's I, th- what I'm here I think for. you'd like the new Mario Kart games because they really stack. Like, they really help the people in last place. They give them all the best items. So. I didn't even get that. I didn't get that far, Jesse. No. Great trip before I got that far. Did not get that far. And I had to run out of there because I'm sure they were going to be like, wow, what are you doing touching our shit in this store? Yeah. Can you please not? Yeah. That's what I tell myself all the time, and you please not. <laughs> you please not play this game. I'm feeling a lot of negative emotions and memories. Yeah. I think we need to sit you down in front of Tetris Effect and if I, you know, if disassociate. I mess up, if I mess up in that game, then something's wrong. <laughs> it's cool. I do. I agree with the, the sentiment about Nintendo IP party games, or mm-hmm. I don't know what the category would be. It's like Mario Party, Mario Kart, all that stuff. It's almost like the uh, the sheen and shine of the design. Like it is beautiful, and I do really appreciate it. It's kind of entertaining in and of itself when a game's beautiful. It just adds a lot to it. But I honestly prefer the Super Nintendo Mario Kart, which is like mm. in multiple ways. It is a lot simpler in terms of the look, and it is a limitation of the technology. And maybe it just makes it that way, but. You're talking about all of the items being geared towards leveling the playing field. So like if you're in eighth place, mm-hmm. you'll get this thing, you get the bullet bill, and then you're in fourth or whatever. Uh, there's a lot less of that in the Super Nintendo Mario Kart. I don't think there's a blue shell. It's like there's red, green shells, there's bananas, there's oh, invincibility, God. and like maybe Ugh. a couple other things, but it's all, it's more skill. Mm-hmm. So if you know what you're doing, you know the maps, and you can, you have a pretty good handle on 
how the physics works and everything, you're rewarded. So it feels like the amount of time and effort you put into the game, you get that back. Whereas like, I almost don't even want to play Mario Kart Online for uh, the whatever the <clears throat> Switch 8 Deluxe thing is, mm -hmm. because it's so not rewarding in terms of your skill. Like you can do so well the entire race, you get to the last lap and then somebody blows by you and then you just keep hitting, getting hit over and over and over with an item. And then you're in last place, but like it wasn't really of your own fault. It wasn't because you're bad at the game. It's just because Mario Kart is, the, it's just the way the game's designed. No. So. Did anyone judge you? Did they say stuff like, oh man, you must be a great driver while you're playing Mario Oh Kart. yeah, and those little eight-year-olds are just mocking me behind <laughs> yeah. my back. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. It's motivating for me. I'm like, I'll show you, you little. Yeah. No, not really. So they don't have a way where you can directly communicate with people outside of like these preset messages. So you can send them like, oh, that was a great race and like stuff like that yeah. in, in the lobby. But oh yeah, if yeah. it was a part of the game, I would get talked constantly. Yeah. Nintendo knows. They, they, it knows how vile young children can be. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and for the uh. sake of like my own self-preservation and image, I would probably take my voice up like a couple octaves just to match them. Just be like, yeah, so you know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like, I'm almost 30 years old, but <laughs> screw you, you little kid. Yeah. Oh, That's great. So Ariel, or sorry, George. Yes. George. George. George, you own a PlayStation 3. Yes. You have zero games on it. Yes. We're not going to talk about that, but <laughs> I do have a follow-up question, which is, is it a Netflix machine? No. No? It's, it, it's a DVD player. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my gosh. Wait, wait. Did the PlayStation have, net, like, app capability like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, it does? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's it. So I bought Tekken with it. Okay. Cause, so if you don't know, I am a fighting game person. I don't know what you call that. But yeah. Yeah. I play those games, but that explains why I'm angry all the time. So I... I just had a, a thought after college. I was just playing video games and I thought about it and I was like, you know what? There's a lot going on here. Let's see what happens if we just sell these back to GameStop. <laughs> and that's what I did and I didn't turn back, but every now and then, no, I had, you know what made me stop? I had Guitar Hero mm -hmm. and my dog chewed up a lot of my instruments. No. Oh, yeah. Up. He, I'm not gonna talk about it. I that. still have my guitar sitting in my living room. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Like my dog hated me. Yeah. And ate everything. Like I had the whole set. And then I'd come home and I'd look and be like, wow, I can't even play this. So I just gave that away too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that so was sad. it. Yes. Yeah, so, but well, you know, it it's sad, but it had to happen. <laughs> Cause otherwise it was the games or the dog, and I had to be a human. I had to keep my dog <laughs> at the time. <laughs> I might have chosen Guitar Hero, but we're, I mean, we're different. Yeah, but so do you have any positive gaming experience to share? This um, is all like I'm, awful. I'm not. I know, right? I'm, we need to change that. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, I, if they come out with a Yoshi story, <gasps> have you seen that new Yo that like the Yoshi yarn games? What the f what? <gasps> okay, let's pull up a trailer. Yes. Oh my god, they're beautiful. They're Am I adorable. Scream? They're cute. Am as I is George going to scream? George is going to squeal? scream. Jesus, show it's me. It's cute. I'm excited. Talk talk about polish. 
The amount, like the detail of texturing mm. on these models, beautiful. <gasps> oh my god! It's so cute. How can you not like it? Oh my god! Oh my god! Little plush figures. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that sound effect will always be associated with Yoshi. Classic. Oh, music is so calming. See. Mm. You just get into you can't it. rage quit at this. Like this is just meant to coddle you. Ugh. It's just good feels all the way through. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Let's see. There's definitely games out there, oh Ariel. God. I think you you wouldn't rage quit at. I with with Yoshi, I only rage quit because um, if I if I get like a bunch of them and then I end up dying at one level, yeah. that's when I rage quit because mm. I feel like I feel terrible. Nintendo's very forgiving with their later games. Yeah. Latest games about like <coughs> lives and stuff. Oh man. Not making you start all the way from the beginning. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. Oh, oh my god. No, no George, George. I'm George. <gasps> I killed you. What are you doing here? <laughs> he came back. Love He's alive. Thanks. I like your hair. Thank you. So far you're a shitty gamer. Oh, okay. And you rage quit all the time nice. but you're very excited about yoshi's story the devil of george is leaving now <laughs> it was wonderful having you um yeah so we're gonna have to get you to play some games then Please. come back for like a <clears throat> reflective you know session on it yeah yeah you're a rehabilitation project mm -hmm. oh gosh you don't have to invest anything in it well you know i mean we'll oh. supply Mm. The games. Oh, we got Sounds the games. Sounds like a drug, but okay. it sort yeah. of is. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Say yes to drugs. It's like movies, but more engaging. You're using your brain. That's true. There you go. True. Can't fall asleep to it, but like I do with Black Panther every night. But all right. <laughs> 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 all right. So. Be a great bio is like I fall asleep to Black. So, George, your devil's gone. I'm glad you're, <clears throat> you made it. All right, <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, did you get something out of your throat? Then? Yeah, was, okay. uh, there's like some weird frog or something like that okay, in my cool. throat. My personality's changed too. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, glad to have you back this week. Glad to be back. Yeah. It's been too long. So we've been talking games that we've been playing recently. Have you been playing anything? I have, and it's pretty awesome. It's a VR game. I don't know if it's for the Vive or not, but for Oculus, it's called Other Suns. It's a space exploration game, and you can play alone or with other Oculus VR people. You're not given a whole lot of information like when you start the game. You're on a ship, your own ship. You're like the commander of the ship, and you have like a bridge, you have like a medical bay, you have all these different systems that you have to keep uh, in check. And on the bridge, you have like a little star chart and, and whatnot, and you can point um, in the virtual reality space, you know, where you wanna go and stuff like that. And you can jump to hyperspace and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And like the music for the game is pretty cool too, because it feels very much like that Star Wars, like space, like mm -hmm. very mighty and magnificent that I'm going out to explore the unknown regions of uh, the world. Mm -hmm. But you find out very quickly that you're not alone in these far reaches of space. Oh no. There is a mysterious race that you encounter and they don't like you very much. Aliens. <laughs> yes. The way that it works typically is like 
it's a race to once you discover the alien race it is a race to get back to planet earth because that's where you originally came from if you by chance die before getting back to planet earth the game ends with planet earth being blown up by this mysterious alien race you get oh, wow. to you get a front row seat to watching your entire planet just be blown to ribbons wait wait narrative check here uh why would you getting back to earth prevent it from blowing up because you find out later that they have evil intentions and they're actually on a course set to earth so it's like a warning thing yeah because the way it works is you're you're trying to upgrade your ship and upgrade your arsenal and your armory and all that kind of stuff because mm -hmm. you're you start out with a very simple like blaster and uh, like a repair tool as you go and explore more planets, uh, other space stations, and like derelict ships and stuff like that, you get to, you can teleport to their ships, and you can if there's pirates, you can go and fight them and like take all their stuff and transfer it back to your ship, so that you constantly are building, so that hopefully when you get to Earth and there's like this huge battle, you're prepared for that. But if you die in the process of that, then you get to watch them blow your planet up. That sounds like a lot of fun. It like, is so like much a fun. VR game I'd be really into. Because you had they have like shields and stuff too that are really really cool. Um, they have all different types of weapons, and you fight everything from like robots to uh, kind of a AVP uh, vibe, Alien versus Predator, where you have aliens like in the rafters and stuff that oh will like come. Is out there a horror element to it? <laughs> Uh, not so much, but okay. there are certain ships that are like infected, mm -hmm. but you don't know that until like you get on the ship and like all the crew are like zombies and stuff like that. No, and no, no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> horror and VR, no, 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 no. But they're they're kind of few and far between. So most of them you're fighting either robots or just normal like space pirates. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One time actually, uh, we had one of those aliens get on our ship. And we didn't know what was happening until one of the NPC crew members was like firing back in like the back of the ship. And we were Jenkins, like, what is he firing? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and so we like, we went back there and then holy crap, lo and behold, there's this giant like scorpion like alien that's just like crawling on the walls. Oh, wow. <laughs> <sighs> so, so when you're playing with people on the internet, are you all on the same ship? Yes. Okay. Yep. Is it like easier? when you're playing multiplayer? I think it's balanced either way. So you can play by yourself, obviously, but you can play with people. And I've only played a couple times by myself. Most of the times I've played with a group of people and it's fairly balanced either way. Mm. The benefit of having other people, obviously, is like when you go to teleport to another ship, you have a crew of people that can support each other and that kind of stuff as you you know raid these ships. Um, when you're by yourself, you know, you're by yourself and you're just one, one uh, one lowly space cadet. You're gonna get flanked. Yes. None of you are wearing red shirts, right? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Certain doom. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool too, like the UI in the game is they have on the bridge, they have different stations. So they have like a main bridge, which like you can communicate with, if you get to a planet or to another ship, you can communicate with the other people on that ship. Um, there are behind you, a board on the left that is called the tactical board which is like all your weapon systems and so one another person can operate that board so if you're like oh the, these people have bad intentions you know for you you can 
tell, hey, so-and-so, shoot them down. Mm. And so they have different weapons that you can buy and upgrade and stuff like that for your ship. Um, and then the other one is a map of your, or like a floor plan of your your ship. And so you have like seven or eight different systems that at any point could go bad. And so it's kind of like their job to let everybody know, hey, there are oxygens getting low or the machine that you know supplies our oxygen to the ship is like broken. Hmm. So when you play multiplayer with people, do you end up assuming different jobs? Yeah. And you just mm-hmm. kind of have that role? Yeah. Cool. And then as we've played it more and more, it's like it's a different experience every time. So as we've played it, we're like, okay, next time when we do this, we have to you know approach it this way and all this kind of stuff. Strategy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. That it's, sounds, yeah. I, I'm really glad that there's VR games like that where instead of it just being like a scene you're in or like maybe one function, the game revolves around that one function. It seems like they're stacking a lot of different mechanics in it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh you have like on your wrist, if you flip your wrist over, you can see your health bar. And then below that, there's two buttons that you can push. One button shows you the map of wherever you're at. And so there's a little 3D map that shows up of the floor plan of whatever you know station you're on or that sort of stuff. And it shows like you, your team, and like their placement in the map. So whenever they move, they move in real time on the map. And then red uh, dots for enemies. Cool. Yeah. Is it pretty useful to use it a good bit? Oh, it's super useful because one person will end up assuming kind of like the navigator role where they'll say, hey, there's like two enemies behind, you know, this quarter or whatever. That's cool. That yeah. sounds fun. They nice. have a, like key cards that you have to find in certain stations that unlock other doors and stuff. So you have to like swipe the key card and stuff like that on the, the little console and stuff. <laughs> they did a really good job of making it feel like you are like in Star Trek or Star Wars and you're going exploring like all these other, you know, uh, places. That's cool. Yeah. Sweet. You know who loved that game? Who? Elon Musk. <laughs> um, okay. He put his car floating in space yeah, in yeah. the window. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I have to beat the aliens to get to Earth so I can save everyone. Right. It's my fantasy. Yeah. So the idea is that on your star chart, once you've discovered that alien race, because you discover it at different points uh, when you start a new game, you have to constantly be moving to the right on the star chart because it'll show you like Earth is like this far away or whatever. And then as you progress, you'll see like up on the main console your progress towards Earth. And we've only gotten like maybe thirty percent towards you know Earth. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's very difficult, but it's also very rewarding. So it is a longer. I, I don't know. I was conceptualizing it differently, but it's kind of a long slog. Like you multiple play sessions to get to the end. It can be, or I mean, it's, it depends on how you play. Like, like you what can, would you guess? How many hours would you have to put in to get to Earth? I would say probably a, at least a couple. Okay. Maybe three or so hours to get to Earth. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, nice. I guess we can wrap this one up. This was sort of just an update of what we're playing, and maybe we can talk about what games we're looking forward we plan on buying or already have pre-ordered smash brothers for next time <laughs> what was that george smash brothers what, what was that george i can't smash brothers oh my god <laughs> uh yeah very much looking i think all three of us will be playing that one so oh, yes. that'll probably be a first yeah, you won't see me for the, like the entire month of december <laughs> <laughs> um now we'll pull you out to get your thoughts on it for the podcast but yes 
It's funny, all the leaks that have been happening, it's sort of crazy. I've been trying to stay away from it for spoilers, but. And then my friend Lena was calling me the other night. She was walking around the store. She's like, uh, a Ridley and what was the other one? Wolf, Amiibo, supposed to be out. I'm like, no, gets released with the game. She's like, I'm holding them in my hand. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so it seems like they're already sort of slipping up when it comes to those two. Uh oh, she bought them. <laughs> but, That's cool. Um, yeah, I'm just like, come on, Nintendo. Did we ever figure out? Did they ever announce uh, what was going to be like the significance of the amiibos for Smash? I mean, they used them for the last Smash game. Oh well, I, I didn't have the Wii U. Oh, okay, you can like use them as CPU players and store data on them mm. and like get them to be better and better. So gotcha. yeah, I never used them for that purpose at all. <laughs> Maybe I will bring gotcha. in my like 20 Legend of Zelda amiibos. <laughs> yeah, definitely looking forward to that one. I finished two out of three of the Spider-Man DLC, but once I finish all three, I think I'll come back and talk about whether that was a success, success mm. um, based off our conversation about DLC in the first episode. I would like to see the next Doom for sure. Um, Prime 4? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I can't wait for that, but we have no information on that. Yeah, I'm thinking more in the next couple months future. Right. <laughs> next couple months, no. Smash is pretty much it, because I'll probably be playing it for a couple months. It'll hold us over, I'm sure. Cool. Well, thanks for uh, listening to us talk about our favorite games we've been playing. And if you've been playing any of the games that we have, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. See you next time.